Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. So I think we had America very clearly sounding off this past week with the elections in Virginia, New Jersey, and, and Minnesota. Of course, you know, in Virginia... They elected the Republican governor, Yunkin, over a much more favored Democrat contender and actually part of the machine for the Democrats. In fact, it was this McCullough fellow who who brought out what they were saying on television as the big guns. I mean, they brought out Stacey Abrams, former President Obama. They brought up Kamala Harris. They had Biden. They did everything they could to try to push this guy over the finish line. And yet, he lost. And he lost because he was spouting the the Democrat liberal verbiage of this insane agenda that they've been pushing. Critical race theory, where parents aren't supposed to have a say in what goes on in the curriculum. I mean, this is ridiculous. And you know what it was? It was the mothers out there, of all things. Uh, I believe we're going to start hearing this new term, the mama bear movement. That's right. They pissed off. They pissed off these mothers, these suburban moms. White, black, doesn't matter. They were suburban moms who they were trying to say didn't have say in what goes on in the curriculum. And yet, these same ones, these same women, were the ones that during the Trump-Biden election, they are the ones that ultimately went over away from Trump and pushed Biden over the election win. Well, let me tell you, for the last nine or ten months, we have been bullied, literally bullied, by this insane regime that was put into office. He, he, he's not going to convince me that Biden won the election, not on his own. But nonetheless, we, we take this Virginia, the state of Virginia. It's been blue, meaning Democrat, for the last 12 years. I mean, I mean, no Republican winning any office. And now we have a clean sweep in there. Attorney General, Lieutenant Governor, Governor. And if you were to look at the map, as frankly, as, as, as it's been for 12 years, Almost every county in Virginia is painted red, meaning Republican, except for those little five or six blue squares, which are all seemingly bunched around Richmond and also up around the Washington, D.C. area in northern Virginia. And yet, those little five or six counties, out of a hundred of them, they carry the state because they're concentrated with people. And as mentioned under a prior podcast, way back, there's an argument that should be done in our election system to not get rid of the electoral vote system in our country. In fact, it works for the president. 
it should be broadened to all of our uh, states as well. Because how can it be fair? When you, when you look across the spectrum to see how every county in almost every state, probably every state actually, there is no question. Americans want to be read. You know why? Because right now, anyway, the Republican side is giving us traditional American values. We want to learn our history. We want to maintain our history. We actually want to try to get rid of things such as racism, not teach it in schools. We're very quickly getting tired of this loser atmosphere that we have with our government. I mean, we had to give up on the war in Afghanistan, surrender. In fact, we still have over 100 Americans over there. No one talks about it. We're no longer energy independent. We have hundreds of boats that can't get unloaded on our docks around our country. Why? Because of idiotic things such as mask mandating and vaccination requirements. And I don't really want to talk today about the vaccination requirements, but what is it with that? How can you legislate that a person has to inject their body, which I believe the Democrats always said that you're supposed to be in control of your own body, but not when it comes to vaccinations. No, 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 no. But if you don't have a vaccination, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. You're ostracized. What's up with that? Americans don't want that either, I might add. But when Terry McAuliffe went up there in a debate earlier on in his campaign and went on record and then didn't apologize for it by saying that parents don't have a right to what's going on in the curriculum of their students, I guess it was the straw that broke the camel's back and they pissed off the wrong people. And this movement, and I'm hoping, hoping that this is the start of the movement, whether you want to call it the mama bear movement or whatever. But you know, the bottom line is we've had enough. We have higher prices. We're apologizing for everything. We have to wear masks. Let me tell you, wasn't this the president that was supposed to come in and unify and calm things down? Has anything calmed down? Hardly. If anything, the Congress... Is, is so polarized now, it's totally ridiculous. And they've been pushing through policy after policy of insane things. I, I, I mean, shutting down fuel pipelines, allowing pipelines in our adversaries, allowing China to grow stronger. North Korea, Iran. I, I just heard where we're re-entering negotiations with Iran with the nuclear treaties. And exactly, tell me this, exactly what negotiations do we need other than the fact that we don't want you to have one? Now, I'm afraid Americans in nine or ten short months have just about had enough. And, and you know what? We just saw this coming out in a poll. Actually, there are all sorts of polls. It's not just one. Mm -mm. This happens to be a Quinnipiac uh, University poll which, by the way, is certainly not a conservative publication. And it just came out the end of October. How about this? 
52% of our country, that includes a lot of Democrats, say that the country is worse off today than it was a year ago. That same 52% of negativity gave Joe Biden a bad job approval rating. 52% think he's not doing a good job in that regard. It was talking about the top three things that Americans seem to be the most concerned with as we talk. Number one, the economy. Number two, COVID-19. And number three, immigration. Now, wouldn't you think that that would be the same pulse that perhaps the Democrats are listening to in Congress or maybe even the president? But you know what they're passing legislation on? Any of those? Nope. Well, sort of. What they're passing that on is Green New Deals. And one of the more ridiculous things I heard this past week was the consideration of paying $450,000 to each illegal immigrant who was separated because of our American law when they crossed into our border because of the irreparable social harm that they have on themselves for the rest of their lives. And just to put this into perspective, that would be a, a, about a million, million and a half for every average family of illegals that crossed our border illegally. A soldier who dies in the line of battle gets on average $400,000 for his entire family. And the average amount that was paid out for someone who lost their life on 9-11, about 240000 But we're going to give taxpayer money of about a million and a half on average to people who started their first adventure with the American experience by breaking the law, frankly, entering our country illegally. We have rules and laws to get in here. They chose not to do it. And our law said we couldn't keep all these people together for more than two or three weeks, whatever the law was at the time. So they had to put those children into a foster environment until the parents, who were still being held, could seek their hearing at an immigration judge to see whether they were allowed to stay in the United States or sent back. So Joe, regular American, who's going to work every day, keep cashing your $300 per month check for your child care while these illegal immigrants will never have to work a day in their life and they'll have a million and a half dollars in the bank. By the way, for what it's worth, it wasn't until you got to number eight on the most urgent issues in that Quinnipiac poll did you find the Green New Deal. Number eight. And let's take it away from the president for a second and just go to the Congress in general. I'm not trying to break it into Democrat or Republican, just in general. This poll shows that 60% of Americans strongly disapprove of the way that Congress is operating. And do you know why? It's because they're not passing things that are helping real problems with what Americans are going through. Like inflation, okay? Nothing in there for that. All the government seems to think they want to do is keep printing money, and that's how we're going to bail ourselves out of problems. It doesn't work that way. No, it, doesn't. it just doesn't work that way. 
So hopefully we take this movement, this resounding slap in the face to the Democrat agenda, which just happened here, and, and we go forward with this because now, now we're, all we're going to hear about is going into the 2022 midterm elections. It's going to be interesting to see how the Democrats try to remold what's going on here because clearly they must be distressed in thinking that they're going to lose control of the House and the Senate come next year. So I wonder what kind of lipstick they're going to put on this pig to make it sound better. But in actuality, they don't do it that way. They use fear. And more fear will come our way. And I'm not sure exactly what distraction they're going to be utilizing to create this fear. But sure enough, it's in their playbook. It's the only thing they do because they're certainly not interested in trying to uh, get rid of racial issues in our country. They certainly don't appear to be worried about allowing our capitalist nation to get back on its feet to do what we do best, which is the free enterprise system, which has worked successfully for over 250 years. No, nope. they feel Big Brother, our government, has to be the answer to all of our problems. And they also feel, somehow, that by generating these artificial programs which just churn out monies that we don't have, that we're going to be able to buy our way into prosperity. Prosperity? Not really. Hadn't worked for any other country that's tried this, by the way. It's only been a doomsday. Right now, I think the Republicans have the right approach. And I am certainly encouraged by this off-cycle election that took place. By the way, and we mentioned uh, Minnesota earlier, they resoundly defeated the bill that was put on the table to eliminate their police department. Guess what, bozos out there? People still want police. They don't want a national security force. They don't want a local security force. They want the police. The police work. Do we need to maybe tighten that up a little bit with a cop go bad? Yes. Yes, we do. But we don't have to get rid of them. Remember, our Constitution was to try to make ourselves a more perfect union. That's what we're trying to get to. And we use laws to do that, guys. Laws, which include coming into our country, the borders. It includes doing business in our country, not not hey, let's, let's all be woke capitalists here in our own country, but it's okay what they do in China. It's okay what they do in North Korea and all. Mm -mm. If you're going to be globalist, we keep the same set of rules for everything. And if you want to get rid of slavery here in the United States, then why are we buying things where we have slavery in China? Is there a, a difference somehow that I'm missing? If you want to make our planet greener, then why are we asking Saudi Arabia to pump more oil for us? All that has done was made us more dependent on others in the country that we don't have to. And the people have had enough. And I believe and I hope that they've started saying it. Thank you, Virginia. Thank you for New Jersey. I don't know whether we're going to end up winning that governor race up there or not, but they sure gave that guy, uh, Murphy, a, a run for his money. That's for sure. And thank you, Minnesota, of all places, Minnesota voted resoundingly to leave their police in place. <laughs> thank God. We'll talk to you next week.
Thanks for staying with us. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.